This is the rendition of a speech that I gave from the pulpit of the Oratora congregation on the occasion of the Siem on Seder Noshim and various other Svarim. The Gemara says in Yivamis on Davchof Amralev, Mitzvah Lishmoya Divrei Chachamim, it is a mitzvah to listen to the Chachamim. And the rabbi asked me to speak. Therefore, since it's a mitzvah, I acquiesced regarding this siyum. The Gemara says in Sukkah, on Davchav Chesem that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai knew everything. He knew the Mishnah, he knew the, he knew the Mikra, he knew the Torah, he knew the text, he knew the Gemara, he knew the Sifri, the Sifra, all of the Midrashim, he even knew what the Gemara terms as Sichas, they call him the speech of date palms, Sichas Malchai Asharis, the speech of the ministering angels, Sichas Shedim, and this and the speech of demons. And Rashi himself even says that he doesn't even know what that is. The Nevishachayim in Shardalid, Prokim Aleph and Bays, says that you see from this Gemara that there is a mitzvah to know everything. person is obligated to know the entire Torah. It's not enough just to be close to Hashem because if that would be the case, then one can learn one section of Torah, one Masechta, and be close to Hashem. But you see that that's not true. That you have to know that a person is obligated to know every section of Torah, every bit of it. Like Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, the Nevshachayim, Rabbi Chaim Velozhin, decries the fact that he has been to some Bate Midrashis, to some study halls that barely have a Shas, that barely have a set of Gemara. So therefore, it is an obligation on every single Yid, on every single Jew, on every single one of us to know Kola to know the entire to know the entire Torah. I personally have FOMO, fear of missing out. How is it possible that we are the people of the book and we don't learn certain things? Lahavdil, just like the classics, people say you have to read Moby Dick, you have to read Treasure Island, you have to read Macbeth and Hamlet. How could a person not know the book of Boratius or Masechtas Babakama or Sefer Daniel, or the book of Daniel? How can we just not read even the simple text with a little bit of commentary of these books? Perhaps maybe a person will say that there's no time to finish it all. How could I? There's so much. One time I was speaking to my brother-in-law, Avi Losik. He's not a Rosh Hashiva, he's not a Rav, but he made a Siyam on Shas. He finished the entire Talmud. And he once said to me, and I remember this, he once said to me, he said, it doesn't, you don't have to be smart. You don't have to be a genius to learn Shas. You just have to put in the time. That's all it is, a question of time. How much time did we put in today to learn? Half hour, 30 minutes, three hours, a person just needs to put in the time. And if they put in the time, 
then slowly it will add up. And then I realized that what my brother-in-law is saying says Rabbi Yosef Yehuda Lei Bloch. He says this, it is recorded in the Shi'urei Das, Chela Gimel, Maimer Tezbov. It's entitled, the beginning of greatness. He's giving a speech in the middle of World War I. And he's saying that, you know, that second Seder, the second part of the day, there's no lights in the base of Medrash. All of the war that's going on is distracting for the study of the Torah, for the learning of Torah, for the Bachram. But he says that he hears murmurings of Tamidim, that they are students, that they are discussing what does it mean to be a Gadol. What does it mean to be great? And he says, to me, what it means to be great is just to sit and learn. It's just to put in the time. He says, you cannot crack your skull open and just throw the Torah inside. That's not how it works. The only way to do it is to sit down and actually spend the time and to learn. And then he quotes the famous Avastar of Nassim that says, in chapter 6 that they said to Rabbi Akiva Akiva do not read that water cuts away at the rock drop by drop so too the study of Torah which is compared to water it's a process little by little the knowledge accumulates and then when it accumulates it it it, it, it manifests itself within ourselves and then that's when greatness comes that's all it takes it's just a commitment of time and Baruch Hashem we have so much to learn we have so much development of knowledge the Torah tells us in Parshish Kisavo that it says that it's because you didn't say serve Hashem with happiness and the goodness of heart from the multitude of everything. Asks the Meshachachma, what does it mean, the multitude of everything? The Meshachachma says that it means this. The Gemara tells us in Brachos, that Ben Zayme used to stay on top, stand on top of a mountain and declare, he used to say a bracha, Baruch Hashem Baruch Blessed is the one who has created all of these people to serve me. He used to say, Adam Arishan, the first man, if he wanted to get a jacket, what would he have to do? He would have to shear the wool, he would have to get dyes, he have to cook the dyes, spin the threads, he would have to weave and sew the jacket on his own. If Adam Arishan, if the first man, wanted to get bread, what would he have to do? He would have to plant the seeds, harvest them, crush them, bake the bread, to go through all of the process of baking bread. And what do I have to do? All I have to do, said Benzoma, is I have to go to the store. All I have to do is go to Macy's and buy a jacket. All I have to do is go to the baker and buy a piece of bread. I don't have to work, so, so I'm grateful to this. I'm grateful that Hashem has created all of these people to serve me. That when I want bread, I can just buy it. When I want a suit, I can just go buy it. So too, says the Meshachachma, a person should be grateful for the development of knowledge of Torah. 
He says that Adam Arishan was the, the, the Avram Avinu, as we have in these parshas, discovered, not discovered, but developed the design theory, the monotheism, that there is one God in the world. He passed this idea on to Yitzchak, and Yitzchak to Yaakov, and Yaakov taught it to his children, and then their children's children, until they developed, developed into a people that were ready and fit to receive the Torah at Har Sinai, that they, Hashem gave them the Torah. And he says, through the years, we have had many, many people who have learned the Torah and explained it. We don't need to discover the wheel, rediscover the wheel. All we have to do is go to the shelf and pick any safer off the shelf, sit down, and to learn it. And it's there for us. So Baruch Hashem, we have what to learn. And the Chavetz Chaim used to write in his Sefer Zohar Miriam at the end of chapter 20. He says, what a Kiddush Hashem there is. Is there not, is there a Pasuk in the Torah? Is there a verse in the Torah that has not been explained? Is there a Daf Gemara? Is there a page of Gemara that there haven't been thousands and thousands of Tamidi Chachamim, of Torah scholars that haven't studied it, studied it and that have written commentaries on it. He says that we have been through the vicissitudes of Jewish history, through the pogroms and the Holocaust and the massacres, and still we have put out a complete Torah with Mishnah, beautiful Mishnayas, beautiful Shas. He uses the words, Oz Vahadar. What a Kiddush Hashem this is, that we have such a Torah. So I noticed that the Daf Yoimi has finished Seder Nashim. And I mentioned it to my son, Hillel. And he said to me, make a Siyam, Dati. Make a Siyam. That's the right thing to do. And he's right. Because it's clear from the Shulchan Aruch, for example, in Simen Tapre Samach Tes, in Arachayim, in the laws of Simchas Torah, that it is a mitzvah that one finishes a piece of Torah, to celebrate to make a siyam, as they call it. And so therefore, we are making, we are ma- therefore we are making the siyam in the schos of all of the, that the neshamas, the people that were killed in the massacre of 10-7, that their neshamas should have an aliyah, and also in the schos, in the merit, that the hostages that are being held, some 240 hostages that are being held by those evil people, not even people, that they are being held by them, that they should be sa- that they should be saved. Seem is in their schos. And also, I mentioned the fact that I'm happy that my daughter is proud of me, my daughter Hadassah, that she is proud of the fact that I'm making a seem, because I think it's important that learning Torah should run in a family in the way that it does. And also, I'd like to thank my wife for always being supportive of learning. Whenever I go to the Beis HaMedrash, go to the study hall to learn, she's always happy for me to go. Never a complaint. The Gemara says in Ksubas, Samach Gimel, that Rabbi Akiva, Amar Aleph, that Rabbi Akiva said to his, Rabbi Akiva said to his students, 
Shali vishalachem shala. That that which is mine and yours is hers. Meaning that the Torah that we have learned is hers. Now the simple meaning of the Gemara is, is that the same Torah that we learned, she has it too. But the question on the Gemara is, is that she doesn't have it. She doesn't know the Masechta. She doesn't know the tractate. She doesn't know the commentary of Taisvis on uh, on on this on on this Gemara, for example. So what does it mean that it's hers? So Rashi avoid this, avoids this, and he writes Al Yada. It doesn't mean that it's hers, but it means that she facilitated it. She is the one who supports it. And because if she wouldn't support it, then there would not be a possibility of learning it, and therefore she also has the reward, so to speak, for the learning of this Torah. But perhaps maybe we can suggest Drush in the way of analysis, not like Rashi, to take the Gemara at its word, to take it as it simply said. The Malbim explains in his commentary on Tilem in Kapitol Kufla Megimel 133, the Malbim explains that we know that there's a famous relationship between Yisachar and Zvulun. Yisachar learns Torah and Zvulun supports him. The Mavim says that the deal is, is that Yisachar learns Torah and Zvulun gets half of the reward for the learning of the Torah because he supports the contractual agreement with Yisachar. But says the Mavim that that's not true. Not only does he get half the reward, but he also gets half the Torah. Meaning that when it comes to the future time, Yisachar will be a Tamar Chacham, like he is because he learned, he'll be a Torah scholar. But also Zvulun who supported him will actually miraculously know the Torah that Yisachar learned. And that is, take a look there in the capital, in the chapter, that is the image that the oil which represents the Torah is poured on Aaron's head. The head represents Yisachar, that he is the one who's learning the Torah and the Torah goes into his head. But then the Pasuk says, the verse says, that the oil, the anointing oil, flows on the beard of Aaron. And that is to say that that is Zvulen, who also then the Torah trickles down to him. So perhaps maybe we, and then he understands it. Perhaps maybe we could suggest the same thing. That the Gemara is saying that Rabbi Akiva said to his students, Shali v'shelachem shalah, that my Torah and your Torah is hers. Not only do we understand the Torah, but in the future, so shall we. So shall she will also. And that is what the Gemara says. Means. In Brachos, Yudzainam Rav, the Gemara say, asks, With what will the women merit? Merit what? Merit the resurrection. As the Gemara says in Ksubis, Kuf Yud Aleph Amebez, that the only way to be able to participate in the resurrection is only through the Torah. If one does not have Torah, they will not merit the resurrection. So the Gemara one is asking in Brachos, how do they merit resurrection? They are not obligated to learn Torah, like the Gemara says in Kiddusha and Daflamid Amebez. So since they're not obligated to learn Torah, how do they merit resurrection? And the Gemara answers by supporting their children and their husbands when they go to learn when they go to school. And perhaps maybe what the Gemara means is is that the Torah will become the the Torah that the husbands and the children learn 
not only will they get reward for the Torah for the resurrection, but it will also become an essence of their being, like the Malbim says with the Yisachar and Zvulah. And therefore, they on their own will merit the resurrection. And to conclude the Daf, the last one in Seder Nashim, Kiddushin Pebeizamabez, Rabbi Neroi says that I don't teach my son any craftsmanship. I teach him Torah. Why? Because regular craftsmanship is only good when a person is young. They can work and support themselves, but when they get old, they starve. Because they, when they get old, they can no longer work. But Torah, not only is it good for a person when they're young, but it's also good for a person when they're old. Because the Torah gives a person tikva, it gives a person hope. It gives a person a closure. Ad shana. That when we go to Shamayim, when we are no longer in this world, the Torah will give us comfort, closure, hope, and purpose to our lives. To learn as much Torah as possible, as many Svarim as possible, like Rabbi Yechonim and Zakkai, and that it should be good for us at the end. That we should be that we should be zoicha to the bracha that the Gemara is saying.